Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Quick Book Reviews Podcast. How many books shall we fall in love with today? Well... A book a day keeps reality away. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa at Quick Book Reviews. How are you all? I'm well. Uh, however, I've only had three and a half hours sleep last night, so you might have to bear with me. This is either going to go really, really well or really, really badly. Uh, but I've had a coffee and some chocolate, so we'll be fine. Let's rock and roll. Um, so in this episode, as the weather's changing, I thought I'd do something a little bit different and do what we call a holiday wrap-up. That does not mean I'm going to stand wearing a towel talking about my holiday. I'm just going to do a wrap-up of the books that I read while I was on holiday. So I went away with my family for two weeks, and I actually managed to read a lot more books than I thought I would. I had a bit of a trap nerve situation going on, which meant that I didn't sleep very well. So I managed to read a book a night, really. So I, as I say, got through quite a few. So I'm going to do them in the order that I read them. So the first one was Under a Dancing Star by Laura Wood. This is a, a young adult, a YA book. Um, it's written really as a prequel to Much Ado, the Shakespearean play. Um, I didn't enjoy it. I'm ever so sorry. It's got really good accolades. Um, people rave about it. The cover is beautiful. I enjoyed it, but then I wanted more. So up to a point, I was really getting into it. I loved the characters and the setting. It was very visual, which I always enjoy. Um, but then it just lost it for me. And I wanted a bit more of a punch, which which there wasn't. That's not the fault of the author. That's just me and my expectations. But I'm afraid I gave it a six and a half out of ten. Not for me. The next one that I picked was called Something in the Water by Catherine Steadman. Now, I had the highest of high hopes for this book because it had so many rave reviews about it being the thriller of the, the summer, something that would keep you gripped forever. Um, and it did, but that's the problem with expectations. They were just too high and they came crashing down. I had issues with various sections of this. I had issues with the start. I'm not going to go into a lot of the story. It starts with a woman burying somebody. You don't know who, why, what. And then you find you're being uh, taught through a couple and their life and a holiday and a discovery and a change in circumstances. I think I've covered it all without giving 
the actual plot away. Um, it's written by someone who used to act in Downton Abbey. I like a bit of Downton Abbey, so that's a plus. But it just didn't completely enthrall me. So I gave it a seven and a half out of ten. Very respectable, but not a top choice. Then I read Vox by Christina Doucher. Now, I have talked about Vox before, so I won't go on about it too much. But if you like your dystopian, if you like Handmaid's Tale, well, like is a strong word, but if if you're gripped by it, if you're looking for something a little bit different, then this is quite possibly the book for you. Um, it's not YA, it's not young adult, it's, it's adult. Um, it's uh, believable, unfortunately, horrifying. And then it then twists and a bit of a thriller. The ending, I felt, wasn't um, what I had hoped for. And actually, you wanted to know more about how this whole situation had arisen. Um, so more in the series, please. But uh, I gave it an eight and a half out of ten. So definitely one of my favourites. Next, I read The Rumour by Leslie Cara. Now, this was set. There was a book club involved, which always gets me interested um, but it's about a child killer who has um, had their identity hidden, rumours at the school gate about somebody moving into the area or living in the area that is this person, who is it, why? Um, and as you can imagine, rumours just escalate and it, and it gets out of hand. It It just lost me and the ending, I wasn't entirely convinced about. Um, so I'm not going to say any more about that, but I gave it 7 out of 10. It, it was good, but it wasn't great. The next book I read was called The Last Thing She Told Me, and that's by Linda Green. Love this one. Uh, grandmother on her deathbed tells her granddaughter uh, to look after the babies. What babies? What does this mean? What significance is it for the family? Um, it, it all are revealed in the story. It's not, uh, it's not a, a murder mystery. It's not a crime book. You don't have... You have elements of that, but there's so much more to it. Um, a multi-genre book, I would say. There we go. That's me with three and a half hours sleep. Well done, me. Um, so I gave that eight and a half out of ten. Had me in tears at times. Not always the best situation on holiday, but uh, I was enjoying my holiday and I was enjoying the book. The next one... Um, oh gosh, I cried with this one as well. It's obviously a cryathon. Never mind. Um, it's called The Man Who Didn't Call by Rosie Walsh. Love this. I hadn't seen it mentioned anywhere. And the title and the book, the cover of the book looked intriguing. So I picked it up in a supermarket, read the blurb on the back. And the premise was girl meets boy. Um, they fall in love seven days together then boy disappears. She never hears from him again. Why? I had thought he was a spy or there was a bit more of a thriller edge, which there isn't. But there are some twists and turns and it's it's just a great book. Best to read it with low expectations and then you'll love it. But isn't that the way with, with every book? So um, I gave that one a nine out of ten. The next one I read was called Adele by Leila Slimani. Now, I don't know if you've read the book Lullaby that she has written uh, about a nanny and the book opens and the children in her care are dead, which is a great book, beautifully written. Um, this one is a very different concept, much fruitier, shall we say? Wink, wink. Um, not one that I particularly enjoyed because I had some issues about 
whether it was anti-feminism or pro-feminism, I don't know. It just made me a bit uncomfortable. I need someone to have a chat with about this book, I think. So do get in contact and chat with me, please. I gave it seven and a half out of ten. She's a very accomplished writer, but it's just how it left. It was the ending, really. I just thought, oh, no. Anyway, um, then I picked up The Holiday by T.M. Logan. I thought I should read a book called The Holiday when I was on holiday. This is another one that's got rave reviews. It's about four very good friends that go on holiday together to a villa with all their families. So you've got husbands, you've got children, and it's all... It's all like a melting pot, really, of what can go wrong. Um, now, it starts with the, with the main character sensing, for reasons which I won't go into, that her husband is not being faithful. And it's with one of her friends that she's on holiday with. It's not the greatest, most relaxing approach to a holiday, I would say. Apologies to the author, but I gave it 8 out of 10. So it's not, it's not a wipeout, um, but it's not my absolute top favourites. The next one I read is a middle grade book, allegedly. Um, it's part of the Skullduggery Pleasant series. This is the sixth one in the series called Deathbringer. These are by Derek Landy. Um, brilliant books, very funny, dry sense of humour, uh, interesting concept. Um, as I say, they're four middle grades, so that's sort of nine to 12. But I would say it's 11 to 12 plus because some of the themes and, and stories maybe it's me and I'm just a scaredy cat but that's what I'd say I would give that book a seven and a half out of ten I often prefer listening to the audiobooks of that series but how dare they they've changed the narrator would you believe that and I don't like the the new narrator he doesn't do the voices as well so sorry had to go back to the printed publication for that one uh, then, gosh, we're getting through them, aren't we? Sorry about this. Um, then I read Born Lippy by Joe Brand. This was a non-fiction. It's really about how to do feminism, how to be a woman, how to deal with issues that come up. It, I, th I wasn't sure what to make of it, and I did really enjoy it. Um, neat chapters, a very funny quote at the beginning of each chapter, um, it was just it was just light but meaningful. Actually, it's one of the books that I did bring back with me just to put on the bookshelf and uh, refer to. I'd give that one a nine out of ten. Uh, the the next book I read was called Now You See Her by Heidi Parks. Now, this this was a difficult one. Again, no fault of the authors, but it's about a child that goes missing. And when I was reading this book. A child went missing in the hotel and I will never forget the mother screaming this little toddler's name. Um, fortunately, we found him. He was heading, this was a really little toddler and he'd gone quite some way and was heading towards the swimming pool. Um, but it was great that, that he was found. We were all looking. Um, but just not, not the best circumstances uh, to be in when you're reading that sort of book. So eight out of 10, but there was no way I could say it was amazing just because of what was happening around me while I was uh, reading it. Obviously, I wasn't reading it while this child was missing, can I just point out? I did actually go and look for the child. Um, I'm, I'm not that bad. Um, next one, Simon Koenig, Bonefield, love a Simon Koenig, always good, keep you, keep you going, um, easy reads, but very sustainable. 
this did not say on it that it was part of a series. So it was one of those, get to the end, oh, have to get the next book in the series to find out more. It was good, seven and a half out of ten, but not, not the best. Um, then I, there's about five more, so keep going, don't worry, we're nearly there. Calypso, I read next by David Sedaris. This was another non-fiction. David is an American um, who's very, uh, very funny guy. This is a mixed book. There's humour in it, there's sadness in it. I loved him talking about when he got a Fitbit and how he had to keep doing more and more steps. It did uh, remind me um, a lot of myself, although I didn't take it to the lengths that he did. Uh, but yes, that was, a, that was a, nice, a nice read, interesting. I'd give it seven and a half out of ten. Then I read The Kingdom by Jess Rothenberg. I've mentioned this before. I love this. Um, I picked it up. I didn't know anything about it. The blurb on the back didn't give that much away. The cover wasn't that enticing. So my expectations were set low and I just loved it. As I say, I've talked about it before. It's a young adult, a YA book. It's set in a sort of a Westworld environment, uh, sort of a Disney-type theme park. Um, and it's the situation quickly unravels and there's a bit of a trial in it. I, I really enjoyed it. Nine and a half out of ten. Can't wait to read more of hers. Then I went on to One Minute Later by Susan Lewis. I'm really sorry, but I didn't like this. Uh, and it's, again, not the fault of the author. I've talked about this another time as well. So I'll summarise. Uh, cover and blurb and the way it was marketed make you think it's more of a thriller. It is not. Um, it is more of a sort of chiclet with a very sad story. I know that the ending is... Um, incredible whether I'm not going to say positive or negative because that might give something away um, but I felt misled as to what that book was about and it was not a book that, that I wanted to read at that time so six and a half from me then I read How to Be Famous by Caitlin Moran I wasn't going to get this book but then I heard her being interviewed by Rich and Judy who do their own um, book list every sort of quarter and she sounded really funny. They clearly loved the book. So I thought, yeah, I'm going to get this. And I didn't I didn't enjoy it until I got to the end. And then I enjoyed the end. So um, I gave it seven and a half overall. It's a funny book. It's presented in a slightly different way. I'd say read the first few pages before you buy it. And then you can see if it's something that, that actually is going to resonate with you. Um, so, oh, actually, that is the end of my list. So just to recap on my absolute favourites, uh, The Kingdom by Jess Rothenberg was, was definitely one. Um, Vox by Christina Dalcher, another. The Man Who Didn't Call by Rosie Walsh. And a non-fiction offering, Born Lippy by Joe Brand. So those were my favourites from Holiday. Um, on to the, the next podcast. So next time I'll be reviewing even more books. I've got some ideas for what we can talk about, but please do get in touch. I love hearing from you. You can email me at quickbookreviews at outlook.com or contact me on Instagram and uh, just get in touch. Take care now and we'll speak again soon. Bye. Tune in again soon to hear our reviews of even more books. In the meantime, keep reading.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.